Hello, I'm Christina Glickman and welcome to Extra Life and Style Unscripted, the podcast. This show and my energy are like Oprah's Super Soul Sunday meets Gucci Love Parade. If you love that, I think you'll love this show. We'll talk about entrepreneurship, fashion, edgy motherhood, aging, everything in between to shift your energy into greater possibility for a life unscripted. Because after all, I built this show for you, for us. Let's go. This is a Soulfire production. In this episode, I talk about making hot dogs. <laughs> and actually, I can make a great Italian beef, sweeter hot peppers, chili cheese dog, a tamale boat, you name it. But no, that's not really what we're talking about today. Today's episode is digging into our work ethic, our moral principles, and discovering where did we get them? Where are we still finding them? We all have a set of standards and beliefs that regulate our behaviors, good and not so good. And do you really know what yours are? I know what mine are and where they came from, making hot dogs. Don't forget the Extra Love Army doors are open for any new members. You can always go to my Instagram at Christina Glickman to join us and find out more about what we do in this incredibly special community. Or send me a DM. If you know me, I will always respond. Also, it would mean so much to me and the show if you would subscribe, leave a review for the podcast. It's how we reach more amazing people like you. So let's get into it. Hello, my loves. Today's episode is all about making hot dogs. Well, the truth is I should rephrase that. It's about how making hot dogs made me. Mustard relish, pickle, peppers, tomato, and relish. No ketchup, obviously, we're in Chicago. Maybe a dash of celery salt. The hot dogs are Vienna beef and the buns have black seeds, you know, that get stuck in your teeth. All Chicago here. I know that sounds so silly, but why am I telling you all of this? Because I grew up and became so much of me at my dad's restaurant, Bob's Hot Dogs. Bob is my dad's name and we grew up in Arlington Heights and my family worked pretty much every day except for Christmas at the hot dog place. You know, I'll never forget, I was a sophomore in high school in my, I think it was like business econ class and my teacher's name is escaping me, but he was giving examples of businesses for some subject. And he said, you know, like the restaurant, Bob's Hot Dogs, is there really a Bob out there? I mean, I was what, all of 16, my face turned bright red and the kids were laughing, not at me, but just with me. And of course, I then sort of shyly raised my hand. And I said, yes, there is a Bob and he's my dad. So it was really a huge part of my upbringing and our entire community, really. We called the restaurant The Place. And I remember as a kid, we'd have to go there every day. So if we were out after school or my dad was picking me up from Palms or an errand for my brother, we'd always moan because my dad would say, we have to stop at The Place. Um, and we loved it. But anyone that has grown up in the restaurant business or any business, really, will, will tell you it's grueling. It's a nonstop, 24-7 kind of hustle. And even when business is thriving, the grind is very real. So there's just no doubt the way I am wired comes from this experience. And something I was thinking of as I went down this hole of growing up in this type of business is that while certainly, as all of you know, I don't have a restaurant, nor does Adam, but, it, but how we operate as a family unit here with the kids is very much the same culture and connection that I grew up with. And what I mean by that is 
we're all in each other's business. I mean, my kids could literally recite my entire TEDx talk. They could name half the women in the Extra Love Army. And you know that when I've done any shoots, it's all hands on deck. I mean, Rocket's like helping me put my shoes on. Racer is, you know, helping me with the tool and Ryder's filming behind the scenes. I mean, we are all in each other's business all the time. And I do love that. I think it establishes a, a certain connection. I think it also shares with your family that, we're in this together and we're working hard together. And it's sort of all of our responsibilities to create this family together. And so I grew up that way and my kids are growing up this way that we are all in. My dad, my brother, my aunts, my cousins, all everyone worked at the restaurant after school and summers and weekends. It was most definitely a family affair. And so there's no doubt that working in that environment at the restaurant, I was exposed to this energy and intensity that was role modeled for me, that there was an understanding of hard work. I wasn't told what hard work was. I was shown it, what it took, what happens when someone doesn't show up for a shift and how that would fall onto me, what it means when we have a slow day for my family's livelihood. I mean, I can remember every day my dad would come home and we'd say, how is business today? And he used to even have this little bowl of cash. And it was very much in my face of if the business didn't do well, we weren't doing well. It was just very clear. And so I think that when you experience that, it seeps into your core and shapes who you are that um, hard work is hard work. And I often wish my kids could have grown up with what I had in that way, because I don't think anything will ever trump hands-on experience of work ethic. And just like there's no better way to instill work ethic and integrity into your children than by doing it yourself, showing them, not telling them. You know, my mom and dad worked tirelessly, but they never complained. And my brother and I punched the clock as well. And even when I graduated college, I was living downtown. I was 21. I was in my studio. I was so proud of myself that I was out there working and my phone would ring at 5:30, and my sweet dad would be on the phone apologizing, calling me at, you know, my new big job in advertising at Tatham on Oak street and say, honey, I'm shorthanded tonight. Can you come help for a bit? I'd hop on the train. I would do anything for my dad. Of course, dad, I'm on my way. And it was always that situation that reminded me that Somebody else didn't show up for their responsibility, so it was going to fall on to me. I learned very, very early on that what I did impacted others. So, you know, off I would go to blanch the fries and cut the pickles and put hot peppers, or as we call them, jardinere, into small cups. By the way, never wipe your eyes after doing that task. I learned at the age of eight. It's a very bad idea. And, you know, you'd be in that environment, and no matter what, you would have mustard-stained hands that you could never quite wipe the smell from. The idea of you know preparing and getting ready for the day in that environment. You know, I learned that if you didn't put hot dogs into a steamer of water to prep, you could never be ready for the next batch and just like life's prep, you have to be a few steps ahead because if a lunch crowd comes, you can't be that behind. So, while this might sound silly, it truly truly wired my brain to understand the mechanics of work ethic and integrity and responsibility. It was like this course full of this invisible curriculum that I wouldn't know until later in life transformed and made me me. And of course, you don't have to grow up in a hot dog restaurant to 
relate to this story, but the idea is that when you show up to an experience and you understand that you have a responsibility, you start to become very dedicated and committed. And, and it also made me feel that I was never entitled to anything. You know, hard work, as I said, hard work's hard work, period. It was a very simple and pure concept to me. You show up to do your job, you work hard, you get paid, repeat. There are no shortcuts and no weaseling out and no complaining. And how I showed up to work impacted and had a ripple effect on others. The world didn't revolve around Christina. And I think that's so critical for us to share with our children. You know, nobody's going to give us that pass, I always say. And so I think that sometimes when we stop trying to figure out how to do it and just do it, do the work. Because when you expect to work hard for what you have, what you want to have, there's no surprise that it's not tough and you're going to have to get through it because you're expecting that. It teaches you resiliency and ultimately that you have the power within yourself to make something great or not great. You want to phone it in? Go see the result. You want to give it all you have? Go see the result. And when I think about teaching my kids a strong work ethic and what that really means, well, for me, it means that you're motivated intrinsically by working to the potential for you, that you care enough about doing a good job for you. It's not performative in a way that I'm doing it so that you give me a slap on the back. I mean, sure, we all love compliments and, and being honored for our work, but it's inside. You know the kind of work that means you do a good job even when no one is looking because you are your biggest competition in this lifetime. You are. Stop looking outside yourself to rate how you're doing. You know how you're doing. You know when you've done a good job. I want to role model a set of good values so that they want to dedicate themselves to their work at school or outside of it or in a task, that they operate respectfully and follow rules and collaborate and show a desire for the greater good. Now, all of these adjectives and statements sound good, but you know, we need to put them into practice, right? And a good work ethic can be translated into any task. You know, work can be defined as you like. Certainly, we grew up here in my home with a Montessori philosophy, and we talk about work of the home and work of a relationship, work of self-care. It all counts. So how are you doing it? You know, number one, what does a strong work ethic mean to you? Does it make you think hustle culture, badge of busyness, and more, more, more? I mean, to me, it used to. I needed you to know that I worked 24-7 so I could make myself feel valued. I was the real-life Siri because I needed you to know I was always available. I was always working. That made me feel important. And now I feel the exact opposite. My strong work ethic is focused, determined, and in complete alignment to who I want to be today and the road that I'm paving to who I want to become. It has nothing to do with success metrics of benchmarks put in place to make myself feel bad about myself. A strong work ethic for me is simply showing up to do the job with all that I have. Showing up in a way that knows that I'm leaning into it. No one's going to give it to me and no one should have to because this is all mine. You know, a strong work ethic exercises that confidence muscle. You feel better about yourself because you're doing it, right? You're not just like phoning it in and half-assing it. You're cultivating your own self-discipline. 
And I always want to make it clear that I don't join success and strong work ethic together. Now I used to, you know, putting your best foot forward and doing the work, that's the success. Getting up every day and trying to, to put ourselves in a situation that we can become, that's the work. I think we all agree that leaving nothing on the table feels so good. It's like we almost detach ourselves from the outcome unknowingly in a way because we know the success was all inside us that we just showed up to do the job. We get one shot here. How dare I waste it? How dare we waste it? So today, ask yourself, am I willing to give it all I got? And if not, why? Are you willing to be committed and value yourself enough to stay motivated? And if not, why? There's no time like now. And I don't think there's another way to show up in this life. I will remind you forever that you are wildly capable, you are wildly deserving, and you are wildly ready to do a little bit more and give a little bit extra. So off we go. As always, I love you. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next week. 